as a physical therapist right now, why are you asking someone to come and see you? Right. You're, you're saying to them, look, if you work with me, I'm an expert in this. Yeah. I can help you get results faster. Mm-hmm. In yeah. essence, and- we're a coach. Yeah. So if we believe that, hey, let me just see if I can figure this thing out on my own. Let me just see if I can kind of finagle this a little bit on my own, which is fine. Why can you get upset at other people when they do that? Mm -hmm. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, I have a special guest. Listen, y'all, there's not many times that I even bring guests on, and there's not many times that I actually bring a guest on not once, not twice, but three times. Uh, but guess what? Uh, there's always an exception to the rule when you have someone that's going to bring fire and bring heat to your audience in an area that uh, is definitely thriving right now and needs to be talked about. It's this guy, Aaron LeBauer. Aaron LeBauer is uh, a great friend of mine. Uh, he is my success partner, and he is the host of PT BizCon. I believe like the goat of virtual healthcare events, which he didn't mean to have, but it's turned into that and it's turned into something pretty awesome. So Aaron, welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets. Dude, Greg, thanks for having me on the show. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate the, uh, the compliments and a lot of, a lot of uh, the things that I learned. Uh, I learned uh, from letting you go first and seeing uh, some things to do. So, you know, like your event, SSHC was absolutely incredible. And so um, I want to throw the compliment back at you. Like it's one of the best events I've ever been to. And so uh, it's just my, my attempt to keep up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you something, you do an amazing job and it's, it's kind of interesting because I was an attendee. I spoke at your event last year, but I was also an attendee and uh, you know, something that me and you recently talked about is that you can create, you know, solutions for money instead of trading your time for money. And I believe that what you were able to do so well at your event is that you actually solved a problem for people. And the problem was different for lots of different people. Some people need guidance. Some people, I remember being an attendee, they're like, I've never had a community like this. Some people had accountability and they've become accountability partners. Actually, there's someone that I met at your event um, that, uh, I've actually become friends with. And that person nice. actually got me tickets to universal studios, Islands of adventure for my birthday. And I wouldn't have met them and developed the relationship with them. Had it not been for your event. I think they, uh, might've done one of my challenges, but they watched my mm-hmm. stuff on, on Instagram, da, 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 da. Like, Hey, I see you love roller coasters and this and that, but dude, all that stuff comes from your event. So it's very amazing that you can have this one thing, this one event, and it could create guidance for some people, accountability for others, community for some, and then the opportunity for them to get tools that they need to take themselves to that next step and wherever they're at. So yeah. well done, dude. I want to get into 
um, cash-based practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the writing's on the, not the writing, the writing is on the wall. It's been graffitied. It's been like, like it's been in, in, encrypted, scripted, whatever. Covered over a few times. Okay, <laughs> over a few times, traced 15 million times that we have to get out of the traditional time for money trap um, in healthcare. And if you don't do it, it's going to be a really, really, really painful death. Yeah. You are the guy uh, behind cash-based PT practices. You've helped thousands of people start their first uh, business, grow their business, and many, many, many scale their business. So do you mind if I just like ask you questions around that? Around like, what, what is it now? It's 2022. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, I guess the first question is. Yes, the answer is yes. And yes. Well, okay. <laughs> ask me questions. Well, all right. So here, let me ask you this. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you off now. Yeah. Is cash-based practice dead? Is it dead? Yeah, is it dead? Um, yes and no. Well, okay. I'll say it's dead in that it's dead. The I'm going to go build a job for myself and charge $150, $250 a person, or maybe I just even charge $75 and do that. Yes, that's dead because that's a dead-end job that you built for yourself. That's mm. dead. Okay, continue. Okay, but why but no? yes, okay. it is not dead because how can we continue treating patients when insurance pays us less and less? Right. which you know more firsthand than I do. Right. With, um, and how do I give a meaningful experience to my patients when I'm not getting paid to talk to them, diagnose them, and I really just have to focus on billing units and justifying treatments when I, instead of spending my time and energy on the care this person needs. It's just like, to me, that's, there's a big conflict in there. It takes a lot of my time. So creating a cash practice and scaling it up to free yourself, to create some amazing jobs for people in our industry who um, are not made to be entrepreneurs, that is not dead. That is absolutely hmm. alive and kicking. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Is a cash-based practice scalable? Yes, 100%. If so, how? If so, how? The same way you scale your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You uh, do some marketing, you yep. do some sales, you get it, people coming in, you hire other people, you fill their schedule, you take patients off your schedule, you fill the next person's schedule, and you grow a business, you go on vacation, your business is generating income, and you're running the business, not working in the business. Okay, you guys, this, is, this to me is a big one because uh, I even saw this on a message board you know, recently that you know, people were saying, oh, it's impossible to scale a cash-based clinic. And I'm like, what? What? And so... Uh, you know, Aaron here. So, so, I mean, uh, you just did that in 40 seconds where you explained yeah. how you do it. Why do you think people struggle with thinking that it, it's impossible to scale a cash-based practice? I have my reasons, yeah. but yeah. let me hear yours. Because I think they think patients are paying for my expertise and my time, not for the solution that I solve for them. Right. Right. And you just talked about that. It's the solution. It's not my time. Right. right. And if I am Aaron LeBauer, OCS, which I'm not, (laughs) Greg Todd, OCS, which I know you are, right? Most people go, oh, I ain't got it anymore. Okay, great. And (laughs) I spent a lot of time and effort getting this. I've got all these extra certifications. Well, I'm special because I've spent a lot of time focusing on 
treating patients, getting patients 3% better, right? Than the person that just graduated PT school. Okay, they're paying a lot for me for all my qualifications. That's a very ego-driven mindset. But that's the way it was taught is like the only way you can charge cash is if someone's paying for your specialty expertise. But that's not true if we actually learn how to sell physical therapy. Mm. I, I Guys, I need you to really soak that in. We have a culture within our profession that says that I am special based on my specializations yep. and based on my specialty. And that is unique to me. And because of that, it has created a mindset that the person's problems can't be solved without me. So that is the fastest way of you owning a job and owning a job for the rest of your life. Yeah. And what Aaron was saying to us is that your specialty should not be everything that you specialize in. If you want to scale, your specialty needs to be in systems and having a system that allows people to be able to come in and solve a problem, solve a problem for said patient or said customer. And I, I really, I, I was hoping you'd go there mm -hmm. and you did, um, you know, you guys, that's a really, really, really big issue. And it's an issue that if not addressed, will keep you at a job, whether it's your job or you working for somebody else for the rest of your life. Right. I think the thing that reminds me of is when I first hired, uh, my first employee, my physical therapist, Derek, the thing that I realized what I did that wasn't different than anyone that was different than everyone else, but it's not how I do it. It's what I do. It's we listen to our patients, we touch them and we empower them. And I, I said, this is how it is. You just, you listen to them, you touch them where they hurt, right? You don't, I'm not even talking about like treating. I just like confirm that with the patient that you know where they hurt and then empower them to either treat themselves at home or to do some exercise um, or to give them the onus of responsibility getting better. And if we do just those three things, then that's how we win. It's not how Aaron learned how to do MFR or dry needling or yoga, you know, it's none of those things. It's, it's the context and that's the system that we have for treating patients. Uh, I, yeah, that's, that's really it. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that the end of the podcast? <laughs> really, that really could be the end, but no. <laughs> it could be though, y'all. And if that alone was all we gave, and I just said, go to ptbizcon.com. Yep. And sign up for the event. I think you should do it. But you know what? I'm going to see if I can get some more out of him. All right. So, so, so a couple things. Um, let's just kind of talk about the five biggest mistakes that you see cash-based practice owners make. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to list them out real quick? Or you want me yeah, to then talk not? about them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think number one is it, it, it's kind of like marketing to physicians, but it's not really marketing to physicians anymore. It's like, not taking ownership for the responsibility of marketing your business, right? Mm -hmm. It's, we have to, physicians aren't gonna send us patients, insurance companies are not gonna do it. We have to take responsibility of reaching patients directly. So the, the mistake for me was marketing to physicians. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was my mistake. Well, my dad, who's a cardiologist, was like, Aaron, you should go talk to these guys because basically they owe me a favor. 
and none of them came through with their favors and it didn't really matter anyways um and then so mistake i think mistake number two is building a job i kind of alluded to this is like get it, a lot of us or a lot of you are in like a shitty job right and like you just need to get out okay well getting out is step one but you build a job and then you go and sell it and then okay i, I see I, i've seen this recently someone's like trying to sell their cash practice um and she's selling it for like thirty five, forty thousand dollars. Like, eh. I mean, there's 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 not much there, you know, generating eighty five thousand a year, working two, three days a week, but there's no asset there because she's trying to sell a job and I don't know that it's gonna sell. I wouldn't buy it. That's mistake number two. We can go in uh mistake number three is not learning sales. Okay. I believe like you're not being taught it. Everyone's had bad experiences with salespeople. I had one myself where the where the car salesman held on to my keys. Like he said, uh, are you going to trade in your car? I said, I'm not sure. He said, well, let me see your keys and I'll give you an appraisal. And then he came back and he wouldn't give me my keys back. Like he was holding on to them. He wouldn't give them back. I had to reach across the table and grab my keys because I had to go to work. So we've had bad sales experience, but mistake number three is not learning sales because I believe it's our ethical obligation to learn sales and sell physical therapy, especially if the person sitting in front of us needs our help and we know we can help them. Four, uh, perfection, right? 80% is good enough. Like trying to be perfect and getting A in the business is going to kill your business. And number five, not working with someone else who's done it before, not finding a coach, mentor, um, you know, uh, you know, someone to help you grow your business. You did that to get through PT school. You did that on the soccer field, but you won't do it in business because your ego says you're smart enough. That's the number. That's probably the number one mistake most people get because whether you can do it or not, we can help you get there faster. Wow. So let's kind of recap that. Yeah. Uh, number one, you said marketing to physicians instead of yep. community and to the public. Yep. yep. Uh, number two, you said most people are building a job. They're not mm -hmm. building something that's sellable. Uh, number three is not learning the true, the highest level of communication, which is sales. Yep. Uh, number four is perfection. 80% uh, mm -hmm. is good enough. And then number five, I kind of want to, dive into a little bit more. I think you said not working with a coach or mentor, yep. um, which really in a way I think is really hypocritical. And I'm going to tell you why. Why are we asking people to come see us? Mm, because we know it's going to get us where we want to go faster. Right. Oh, why are we asking people to come see, you mean like our coaching clients or like, yeah. sorry, well, I got the, well, that's well, the dyslexia backwards. Them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we want them to go somewhere faster. That's why people yes. are seeing us. But as a physical therapist right now, why mm. are you asking someone to come and see you? Right. You're, you're saying to them, look, if you work with me, I'm an expert in this. Yeah. I can help you get results faster. Mm -hmm. In yeah. essence, and we're a coach. Yeah. So if we believe that, hey, let me just see if I can figure this thing out on my own. Let me just see if I can kind of finagle this a little bit on my own, which is fine. Why can you get upset at other people when they do that? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to try to figure out this business thing on my own. I'm just going to muddle through it. And by the way, that is totally fine. That is your prerogative. You can do yeah. that. But yeah. why are you getting upset when people do it with you? Right. See, guys, for me, I respect my time. Aaron, I know you respect your time. 
Would you mind even telling the people, what do you pay? What are you investing yourself a year when it comes to coaches and mentors today? Like now, like what, like what do you um, I'm trying to calculate like $85,000 yeah. a year. And why do you do that? Why? For, for what? Be, because I know it's going to help me help more people make more money and have more time by myself faster than I can figure it out on my own. Cause I tried that. Right. Yeah. Because, um, when you respect time, you, when you respect your time, you can actually be, um, coachable, uh, mm-hmm. and you can actually start to attract people that are coachable as well. Yeah. When you don't respect your time, it's very, very, very difficult for you to actually attract someone else that, wants to work with you, but you don't respect your time. How can you expect them to be attracted to someone that actually doesn't respect their time on a thing that they're struggling with? They're right. struggling with their, their knee. They're struggling with their back. They're struggling with their neck, right? You're struggling with your business per se, but you're, and by the way, we just have different ways we can go about it. I have coaches as well and spend lots and lots and lots of money every year. It's, it's not, look, I can think for myself. But if someone else has dealt with like how to address the, those problems, problems that I haven't necessarily, you know, dealt with, gosh, it saves me so much time. Yeah. Dude, time dude I was, I was on a call with my coach last month and it was a really short call, <laughs> but it was just like, and I told him, I said, well, I said, uh, you know, Bedros, it's like, it's just good to know that I don't have to think about the, the answers any longer. It's like, I was like, here's the thing I'm thinking about. What do you think? He's like, do this. That one's great. Great. Cool. I just don't have to keep the mental space trying to figure it out. Right. Like someone else can be like, that's it. Do it. Right. A lot of times we just want confirmation, you know, and when you have that confirmation, it creates action. Uh, It means speed. uh, Yeah. It's just speed. You know, it's just speed. So, okay. I love those. Those are freaking amazing answers. All right. How about trends? Let's, let's, Let's go with the top five trends right now that you are seeing. You work with so many cash based practice owners. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing right now that's different than maybe a year or two years ago? Yeah. You know, I think two years ago it was telehealth. <laughs> You're like telehealth, telehealth it was like, there was a big trend. Well, it was like a fleeting trend. Yeah. But the trend that's kind of left over from that is people doing online coaching with their clients. Okay. So we've been on social media more. People are seeing, people reach out from across the country, across the world, and they want to work with you, but maybe you're not doing physical therapy or you can't. So people are building online coaching programs, whether it's running coaching programs or um, birth prep programs, um, even programs to help other physical therapists, you know, make money or, you know, get their career going on. It's um, creating on these online group coaching programs and even course, even online courses, but really less the course as much as how do I help more people at once online? So I have more time at home, generate the same, if not more money, you know, and it's powerful. And I think other people are waking up to, oh, that's how it's done. Oh, that's possible for me. Oh, I want some of that. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's number one. I think the other trend, let's see, is there a trend in cash practice? Um, It's scaling their business. We talked about, is it impossible to scale? No, it's, it's the two things that make it impossible to scale is like the ego, but also not charging enough. Because if I'm not charging enough, how can I pay? that person who's a physical therapist with $200,000 in student debt, a salary high enough, right? So how do, so once we've kind of come over those barriers, it's like, how do we scale? Um, Ben Baggy 
did six figures right out of PT school. And then he did multi six his second year, his third year, he hit a million dollars. Right. And which is from someone who like me was told you have to have five years of experience. So maybe, maybe this bleeds into number three that younger and younger people are more and more people are doing it right out of school because they see the writing on the wall ahead of time. Mm. Okay. Other trends. Um, let's say like this, this one's harder for me to rattle off because, um, I think if they, if there was another trend in, uh, in cash-based practice, it would be that more people are doing it. Like more people are doing it because Mm -hmm. it's just, how many did we, I think we, we've launched hundreds of new businesses last year. Right. And it's like, I'm like, holy cow, like, and and people know about cash-based physical therapy, whereas, you know, a few years ago, two years ago, it was still kind of like, it was there, but it wasn't the thing. And I think it's, I think if it, were, it was number four, it's just more and more people are are doing it and seeing how freeing it can be. Um, and if there was another, like, I think if there was another piece to it, all right, let me just think here, Greg, if there was another piece more like marketing, right? Right. It would be, um, Marketing, marketing. Oh, this is the hard. You might have to. I've been, this is my creativity. Just went. We just hit the. We just hit the abyss from that movie, <laughs> where there's like so many choices. But I think it's talking about being very specific. Like you alluded, not just pelvic health, not just this. It's being very specific to not just the condition of people, but their problems, and really understanding their niche and understanding their business and why, so that they can go narrow to go big. And I think those are the things that um, I've seen our mastermind members excel, you know, like grow their, really grow their business with. Um, uh, Nick Essenplayer, like for a year and a half, was just like, all right, I'm trying to do this orthopedic thing. But he was a fitness, um, was it uh, IFBB pro? And he's focused more on like bodybuilders and, uh, and, and gym athlete, you know, what do they call them? Power athlete, powerlifting athletes. And his business is exploding now because he went, he went narrow to go big. Right. Man, that was, there's so many good little pieces here. I, I, I want to just go through them a little bit. Online coaching and courses with your clients. You guys, telehealth, what Aaron said was one-to-one. It's cool, mm-hmm. but now people are understanding that no matter what I do, I've got to move to one-to-many, which then leads to number two, which is yeah. scaling the business. Could you imagine putting your heart, your soul everything you have into a business just to be able to sell it for 35 K. What? I mean, come on. Are you serious? And the reason why that person, I don't know if that person worked any, uh, not as hard in their business as I have in mine. The difference is that person probably didn't have any sellable assets. Yeah. They didn't scale their business. You scale your business through your systems through having a contact list, right? You scale your business through, um, uh, through having recurring revenue. Like these are the ways that you actually um, not just scale your business, but you actually set it up to where it's sellable. Right. Um, Aaron said younger people are doing it right out of school. Uh, Aaron, would you agree with me? Say that I think it's easier now to do it right out of school than it is to do it five years out of school. Yeah, I, I think it, there's two reasons why. There's more information available, so more mentors, coaches, information, and access. Like when I did it, it was there was no there was no one else like teaching it. And then um, I think once you get five years in, 
you're probably so burnt out that you're not really willing to put in the work because this is probably isn't going to work. Like these days, people are getting so burnt out or jaded at five years in, and you're like, well, I've been in the field for five years. I deserve to be making more. Right. Which is a point I was thinking about earlier. Or I can't remember what you said on the on the other show we recorded for my podcast, but it was like, just because you're older and you've been in this field longer doesn't mean you deserve to earn more. Right. Mm. Which is unfortunate for people like you who've been in this field longer than me. <laughs> but I've been doing this for oh, 12 years now. Right? It's not yeah, how long you know, you've been here. W- bro, we have to get over that. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get over that. Like, if if you're doing it in a very archaic way, you know, yeah, you got so sad, you know? <laughs> yeah. But there's never too, it's never too late to stop never. and go, shit, I was doing it wrong. I'm going to go down this other path or let me backtrack a little bit. Like, I think that's the perfection piece is that most people go, um, well, what if I make the wrong decision? And I say, so the, f- I don't know if I can curse on your podcast, but so that of what, right? Be on there. Like, like, just go down the path. And if you realize there's too much poison ivy, just turn around and go down the other one. Right. You know, it doesn't, like, you can always change courses. You can always do it. But if you sit on the fence in the parking lot, you're never going to get the experience of what it's like, like to ride a bike through the woods, you know? And you never will do that if you just stay there and sit there and think about what if I fall. Right, right, right. Totally agree. Uh, I think number four, you said more people are doing it. I think yeah. after this is a number three, just knowing that, hey, people are realizing that the writing's on the wall. This yeah. is what you have to do. Uh, you're getting a lot of people coming out of school saying, hey, like, and by the way, it's like, hey, this is what I have to do. But mm-hmm. if you can make that decision even earlier. You can start to prep knowing that this is the things that I can do. Like, and these are the relationships I can start building. And this is the research I can do on my audience so that when I do get out of school, there's not going to be as much of a lull from, you know, start to actual, hey, I'm helping people and people are paying me for my skills. Yeah. And then the last thing you said was um, marketing and mm-hmm. And really breaking through the noise by niching down. And you gave an example of one of your students that I think is just amazing. You guys, it's, it's just amazing. Thank you so much for that. And I know I'll yeah. put you on a spot, but it's like, it's so amazing on just so many of the opportunities that are available now that just weren't there before. Here, here's the example I want to kind of, you know, give you, and I know you uh, are, are a basketball, you know, guy like myself, but, you know, back in the eighties, right. Back in the eighties, I think Magic Johnson was the first ever person to have a million dollar contract. Mm. Now, Magic Johnson got his first million dollar contract, I think in 1982, right? Today, you could be someone that is a perennial bench player and you're making more than Magic Johnson, who was at that time the best or second best player in the NBA was making. You guys, the times are different, but the opportunities are different as well. The opportunities are different. You can make more money doing a cash-based practice today than someone that had a cash-based practice for 12 years could make even three years ago. Just because of the way our world is, the opportunities are out there. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And it's, um, it's not just the opportunity, it's our patients like expectations. People are more willing to save their own time and join a group program or do video or 
you know, come in and do a different type of program, like a, a 12 week challenge or, you know, a year long, you know, wellness warrior program. They're more willing to do those things than a traditional, like, you know, eight visit plan of care model, or let's see how many this is going to take. And then when you're finished, you let me know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Dude, it's, that's just, that's so awesome. All right. Let's talk about PT BizCon now. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. So tell the people what, who this conference is for and what they could expect by experiencing a conference and when it is and all the details. Yeah. I think this conference is for three types of people and you're going to love number four. So it's actually not for just three types of people. It's for you. If you're a physical therapist, you don't even have to be a PT. You can be an OT, SLP or someone else who's really it's for people that um, are impassionate about healthcare, about helping people and serving others. And they want to be connected with other people just like them. It's people who are entrepreneurial minded, whether you're launching or you're in the scale process, or you know what, you just want to figure out how do I build my business? So it's not a burden. It's an asset. And I can sell it one day if I want. Um, it's for people who've struggled to figure out like, how do you actually market directly to patients and scale your business, whether you have a cash practice or not? It's like, it's for, but, but it's not for people that are dodo birds and just want to sit there on the fence and throw stones and, and tomatoes at me and Greg. It's for people that actually like care and want to do something about it. Um, so what are you going to learn? Really? It's the, it's a business growth event. So we're going to teach you how to 10x your marketing, your systems, your scale, your impact, and your message, and help you create a career that you really you design. And you know, we design your career so you can fit the things in there. And I think it's what you're not learning. Okay, let me let me go for the analogy. There hasn't been a CSM or PPS that I've been to, and I've been to a combined about eight, eight of them. That I that I learned something at a educational session um, about business that I needed to learn. There just hasn't been. It's mm. um, so because it was old school marketing, how we've always done it for practices. This is the way we do it. But we're teaching like real, like ninja marketing, sales, and um, scaling system strategies that work in other businesses. And the reason we have other people from outside the industry coming to speak as well um, is because we had to go, I had to go outside the industry to learn these things because no one in our industry was teaching it. So hopefully that's like the short answer. Um, yeah. Are there any specifics you should leave with uh, 10x more leads than you had coming in? You should be able to leave knowing exactly what you need to do in 90 days to grow your business and make more money and leave with connections to other people in the industry that uh, aren't a conflict of interest to you because they own a clinic down the street. They can be an asset to you because they own a clinic somewhere else and they're growing and part of this process. So I think that's the short. I version. think that's pretty darn amazing. When is it? Thanks. It's March 18th and 19th. It's Friday and Saturday. Um, coming up in a few weeks, um, like 9 a.m. Eastern to 5 p.m., something like that. Cool. Yeah. Good, good. And uh, all they need is a laptop, right? Yep. All you need is a laptop. I mean, you could do it on your phone, but I'd prefer you do it on your laptop because we're going to actually ask you to interact and comment and go to the Facebook group and hop in the Zoom room and um, do some different things because you'll need your you'll need the thing on your laptop and your phone so you can participate in some of our challenges to win thousands of dollars of prizes and, and things like that. You guys, it's a great event. Uh, not just a great event. It's a phenomenal event. I highly recommend uh, for you to uh, be a part of this and sign up. 
I think one of the biggest things that Aaron and I were talking about, even before we started recording for this podcast, is understanding that you know you are going to get compensated in the marketplace based off of the levels of value skills you have, and um, and even though being a physical therapist or occupational therapist, I mean it's amazing and it's cool. It's a low level of value the way that you were taught in school. So mm-hmm. this conference is going to hit a lot on communication. And I know that I'm assuming it is because I've been to the conference two years in a row. They're going to hit a lot on communication. And it's probably in your best interest to just start to work on those skills. I know for myself and I know for Aaron, working on those skills have afforded us some pretty amazing opportunities um, over the last six years that we've known each other. Um, And that's just because we decided we're going to work on it. You know, not just like, I mean, not just going to uh, our own conferences. I'm talking about us going outside of healthcare. Us actually saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to really, really, really hone in on developing these skills. I just know that for the last 12, 13 years that I've worked on these skills, like it has literally changed my life. And I say changed my life. I'm talking about like, like some, serious, some, some serious impact yeah. and some serious income too. Uh, but I also know that the prior eight to nine years of me not working on those skills and trying to cultivate those skills, there was a lot more frustration and heartache, a lot tougher on a family, a lot tougher on me. So, um, anyways, I'm highly recommending for you guys to check it out. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Is there anything that I didn't ask you? Yeah. Did, did you ask me, um, we talked about, uh, well, let me just emphasize this part. Did we talk about perfection, right? The mistake, like not being perfect. So I think that, you know, we were all trained to get A's. We were all like, we have to be perfect. And even like, it's got to be this. Like if, as you get into business, we just have to drop that expectation of yourself that it's never going to be perfect. And I think that's the thing that key, that really stalls people out is this um, fear of being wrong or fear of getting it wrong or making a bad decision. And you can think, like, why would your, you know, any of our patients, it's like, why would they say no to us at physical therapists? Because they, they've made bad healthcare decisions. They're afraid of making another bad decision. Um, and we just have to understand that it's not about making bad decisions. It's about making decisions. And when you make decisions, then you can act on them and the, and speed wins. And the faster you can take action, the faster you can, you get your thing ready to go, whether it's a website or a product or a, a five-day challenge, the faster you can get it in front of people the faster you're going to win, the faster you're going to grow your business, the faster you're going to impact others. Wow. Wow. It is not about making bad decisions. It is about making decisions. Mm -hmm. Make more decisions, y'all. Decide, commit, succeed, and keep on doing that. Decide, 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 commit, commit to it, succeed. Oh my gosh. Uh, Absolutely. Well, if you want more of this, go to ptbizcon.com. And you can sign up. Aaron, thank you so much for being a part of the Wealth Code Secrets. And uh, I appreciate you, man. You you have no idea. I appreciate you so much. (laughs) Appreciate you a ton. Thanks again for having me, Greg. Like, it's always a pleasure. And I'll be happy to come on again anytime. (laughs) We'll we'll just have to do the Fantastic Four. Hey, one quick thing, though. We didn't tell the people. Where can they Mm -hmm. find you? Oh, if you want to connect with me, best place to go is Instagram at Aaron LeBauer. Or you can internet stalk me. You put Aaron LeBauer in Google search. you'll, You'll find me, too. Google, Instagram, 
He's also at Aaron LeBauer. Well, he's got his um, cash wait on on Facebook. You've got some big stuff going there. Oh, yeah. I've got it. I've got the Cash BD Nation on Facebook. Um, I've got uh, a couple pages. Um, But the Cash BD Nation is 6,000, a group uh, of 6,000 plus people who are interested in cash based practice, many of whom have been doing this for years. And uh, yeah, so it's a great place to go if that's what you're interested in as well. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Till next time. Thank you.